Hey, Sarasota, it's Bob. So it's been a wonderful grind over the past 18 months. We've had some fabulous guests. We've produced over 150 episodes. and We've had over 10,000 listens from you wonderful folks in the greater Sarasota area. It's been a lot of fun, but also it's been a lot of work. And so we've decided to take a little bit of a break until this fall. When you check out other podcasts, you're going to see that most put out a new episode only once a week. We put out two, so of course that means there's twice the work. A lot of show notes, scheduling, guests, editing, etc., etc., etc. So we've decided to take a little break for the rest of the summer and we will resume this fall. And we'll let you know. But before I sign off, can you do me a little favor? Reach out to us via Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Drop us a little note. I'd like to know more about what you want to hear when we resume in the next couple of weeks. That'd be a big help because without you, dear listener, we would not exist. As always, thank you for tuning in. Have a wonderful summer, and we'll be back soon where you can listen, learn, and connect. Good morning, Sarasota. This is the Sarasota Stories Podcast. It's clear to most anyone that the state of Florida has the wind at its back. Of course, we got way too much wind when Hurricane Ian left a path of destruction for so many back in September of last year. But one local community that got bludgeoned by Ian is bouncing back in a big way to become the second fastest growing city in the entire nation. Hi, I'm your host, Bob Williams, and I'm very pleased to welcome Vinny Mascarenas, Interim Manager of the Economic Development Division at the City of Northport. In this episode, you'll learn one thing most people don't know about Vinny, how Vinny's department helps current and future businesses prosper in Northport, the tremendous utilities expansion the city is going through to support all the growth, stories that will warm your heart of how Northport came together after Hurricane Ian, and much, much more. Thank you for listening in today, and it is my hope you will listen, that you will learn, and most importantly, connect. Vinny Mascarenas, Interim Manager of this Economic Development Division at the City of Northport. Welcome to the Sarasota Stories Podcast. Oh, thank you, Bob. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, it is a pleasure to have you on this show because for a lot of reasons, I have been looking forward to getting a representative from the City of Northport on this show because a lot is going on down there. You're actually the biggest city in Sarasota County, you had a hurricane that hit you a while ago, and I'm sure a lot of folks are wondering, you know, what is happening, you know, kind of south of uh, Sarasota City, and so I'm really glad to have you on the show today, but I get to ask my favorite question, which is, what is one thing that most people don't know about Vinny? <laughs> yeah, um, well, uh, I'm a state softball champion. I caught in softball for 12 years, uh, from being a little kid all the way through, um, almost through college. So when is that right? Yeah. Do you still play? Uh, I don't, um, I, I work out and I, I, I swim and, and lift and, and run every, every now and then, but, uh, you know, it wears out your shoulders. It's, it's definitely a young person's game, but, um, <laughs> I was a catcher and catchers run the field. And so, yeah, that's one thing. Yeah, for catchers, you wear out your knees. I think that's where the real joint problems can begin for catchers. Yeah, yeah, and and, and your shoulders too. You know, falling it down to second base to 
get somebody out who's trying to steal. It's it's quite a it's quite a throw. It's it's interesting. Growing up in the Midwest, softball was a huge, huge summertime sport where I grew up, and I remember a farmer who absolutely made a ton of money. He bulldozed all the soybean and corn fields, and he put in softball fields because there weren't enough softball fields around. All the parks had them and whatnot. But it became such a popular sport. He bulldozed all that stuff, put in some very nice uh, fields, and then he got a liquor license. He sold beer and and softball, and he just made a killing. And uh, I always thought, like, what a creative idea for a farmer. Sounds like but... a field of dreams part two, you know? The real version. <laughs> yeah, I can I can get off on a real tangent on that, which I'm not going to do. But one quick story is there's a guy by the name of Jim Taylor. They used to have beer drinking contest and softball, and uh, Jim always came in first, not for the individual, but for the t- entire team. <laughs> if you build it, they will come. <laughs> <laughs> he was a big beer drinker, anyway. So, Jim, if you're out there, congratulations for being the number one beer drinker in softball in, in Clinton <laughs> County, back in Ohio. Oh, that's pretty funny. Well, so um, you, but now we were talking, you're originally from Brazil. How did you end up in the Northport area? Um, well, uh, my dad's from Brazil and, and my folks were married there, but I, I was born in Maryland. Oh, okay. Grew up in the Maryland, D.C. area, um, worked on Capitol Hill and um, worked for a governor uh, in Maryland and his administration. Um, worked for a county, county executive in the county that I lived in, Anne Arundel County. Worked for some municipalities around there. And in May of 2020, right in the middle of COVID, uh, decided to make a change. And so moved to Southwest Florida, moved to Northport. It's one of the best decisions I ever made in my life. The Brazilian in me chimes with the Florida sun. I, I love it down here. And, <laughs> Good um, for you. Good for you. Uh, yeah. It's interesting. My neighbor's from the Maryland area, and he, he says the same thing. He was—I think he was—he was a policeman up one of the smaller cities up there, so he loves it down here as well. So you ended up. So, so you are the interim manager at the economic development division for the city of Northport. Yes. Let's talk a little bit about what the EDD does, and then I want to talk about a little bit about maybe what some people get wrong about your department. So, so what do y'all do? Well, in essence, we make sure that anybody that's looking to build a business or create more jobs takes when they're looking at a location or expansion, they take a good, hard look at the city of Northport. Um, and we make sure that it is hugely attractive to site selectors, to developers, to potential employers. And it is. Um, We also provide resources to the businesses that are already here. Uh, We have a little over 2,000 businesses in our city right now, and and that is growing. Um, Every month, more businesses get a business tax receipt and and come into the city. Um, In in the last month alone, uh, about 50 new businesses joined the city of Northport, and we welcome them. Yes. Well, now, are those businesses, are they from out of state? Is that, is that your focus or is it really could be somebody next door who starts a business or they could be coming from Maryland? It's it's a combination of all of that. And um, we make sure that they know about the resources that we have available here and, and that we, we have a vested interest in making sure that they are met with success. Um, we host a quarterly business welcome right here outside of City Hall. 
each quarter. And for the last three months, uh, we invite all the new businesses that came, city manager, commissioners, mayor there. And then we also have our Northport Area Chamber of Commerce participate, SCORE, SBDC, Career Source. Uh, they, they all come, they set up tables. We welcome them in, uh, commemorative stuff, but also um, making sure that they have resources available, the support system, the network in place that is here in our city. This is a business-friendly community. And um, we, we've only had two, two quarterly business welcomes so far. We started in November of last year. It's been met with um, warm, warm, warm recipient from the business community. They appreciate it. And they, they also make note that this doesn't happen in other places where they've had business. They, they, they're not used to a city being you know, so forward thinking with that. And so it's something that we're definitely going to keep going. It, it, it's interesting. It, it never ceases to amaze me because, again, I think that you have so many folks that are moving down here and there's just an atmosphere uh, in the air, in the water, whatever you want to call it. But there's an atmosphere where folks are looking to connect. They're looking to build something. And a lot of folks are coming from other areas where they do not sense that type of support and that type of attitude and so, I, of course, I'm up here in, in the Sarasota area, and we have a very active chamber of commerce and a lot of active, you know, the EDC, as it's called up here, they're very active. And we've come across the exact same thing. So it's, to me, it's exciting times. Yeah. And we work very closely with the Sarasota County EDC. We have an interlocal agreement with them. And they are literally an extension of our staff. Um, they come down here and do events. They bring their board members down here. We meet every week and then face-to-face -face once a month. And we talk about projects. We want the same things. And so, um, and they recognize the uniqueness of what's going on here in, in South County, as opposed to what's going on further north in Sarasota County. And yeah, I'm, I'm sure you have a lot. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sure you have a lot of advantages maybe that we don't have we say we up here in north north county but hey it seems like it's a little bit cheaper down there you have maybe some more land that hasn't been development that have not been uh, built out but talk a little bit about that if you would in terms of well again northport is the largest city in Sarasota County, you're how how large you all now 82,000 residents and growing and we're projected if if we keep on, on that trajectory, and, and it looks like it, in the next three to five years, we'll hit 100,000, and at full build-out, 250,000 residents here in the wow. city. Wow, wow. So, so, and you're the second fastest growing in the nation. I do know that. I think Sarasota City is about 60. I think, I think the official is 58, but I know it's beyond that now because we yeah. got them moving in here. But, uh, and I could spend the rest of the time talking about workforce housing and whatnot and the expense of that, but... I did. I want to back up a little bit and talk about again a little bit more about what you all do. You partner with the EDC, that's the Economic Development Corporation, as it's called up here in, in Sarasota. Are do you actually compete with other states, other counties? Because you're all looking to bring business in. You're looking to build out the economy where you're located. Just give our listeners a perspective of of, of that part. Well, I, I, I would say first and foremost, um, we want to bring in good business here. If somebody's if somebody's looking at, at Northport, top of mind uh, across the board for the leadership here and in our division is 
you know, how many jobs will that bring in? Are they good quality sure. jobs? 90% of our workforce commutes outside of Northport to go to work every day. We I read that. I thought that was fascinating. Yes. For too long, we've we've been the bedroom community for Sarasota and, and Charlotte County, too. We, we border Charlotte County. And so we are looking to improve our residents' quality of life, decrease their commute, and keep high-paying quality jobs here. It really is a quality of life issue when you live where you work. And, and, and so we, that's always top of mind. Um, workforce, uh, affordable, attainable housing is, is also top of mind when we're looking at somebody who's, who's taking a hard look at Southwest Florida and, and considering Northport as a location. And we work very closely, as, as you commented, with the Sarasota County EDC on those projects. Um, Competition. I, I, I mean, I've only been here since September of last year, but I haven't really felt that yet. Um, if it's good for Northport, it's it's good for Northport, and it, and it and it sort of comes forward. I'm sure as as my tenure co- continues here, maybe we'll get a little taste of that. But haven't seen a lot of that yet. Northport really seems to be standing out on its own with our strategic. We're very uniquely located. We're, we're proximate to four seaports. We're, we're proximate to national and international airports. We are on the I-75 corridor. We are near some of the most beautiful beaches in Southwest Florida. And so all of those components seem to be aligning for this, what is a young municipality? We've, we've only been around since 1959. I mean, it's, yeah. it, it, it seems to all be aligning for um, responsible uh, development and growth um, that's going to be the future of Northport in the next five years, the next 10 years, and even the next 20 years. It's interesting you you say that Northport is to a great degree a commuter um, town there and whatnot. Uh, I am familiar with Temple Terrace up in Tampa back in the fifties, sixties, and seventies. It was the same thing, but of course, then as bigger, more business moved in and whatnot, they really kind of solved that problem. So you guys are going to get there. Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit then about. Um, you say you don't really compete with some of these other other EDCs. Talk about what a someone who wants to start a business, the type of assistance that they might be able to to acquire through the ED. I'm getting my EDCs and EDDs mixed up <laughs> through, through your department. <laughs> yeah, certainly. Um, we uh, work very closely with with SCORE, and and so if a business wants to come in, um, a lot of times they have a great idea, but they don't even have a business plan yet. And so SCORE and SBDC work with these these um, businesses that are just starting out or looking to grow a little bit to help them formulate um, the plans that they will need and then take those plans and shop them around to banks or, or credit unions that might be interested in, in giving them that capital that they need to really get started with that great idea. And and um, we, we work with those partners very closely. Um we, we're getting ready to launch a website uh, in this, uh, probably by the summer, it, it will be live. And and on that, we're going to feature a lot of what the city has, but hasn't really had a face on it yet. Um, right. a, a business response team, which will, which will pull in um, all of our partners that work towards making sure that when a business comes to, um, comes to Northport, they are met with success. Um we, the chamber is an unbelievably great resource. They have our chamber has, I'm pretty sure, over 600 members, extremely active, 
and, great. and a great resource to the folks that 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 come through our door. Um, and and that, there'll be more. It's it's going to be developnorthportfl.gov, and um, we're we're just continuing to work that that function. Yeah, that's great. So, so you guys are the hub that someone should go to first, and then you can provide introductions to some of these other organizations. Oh, absolutely. And we do that every single day. We we get calls every day from from folks that um, are either here in Northport or are going to be coming to Northport. They're looking for space. They have certain square footage requirements. We we will take them through and, and we we're not realtors, but we certainly will lend guidance um, to that. And and then, you know, or maybe they're they're looking for some capital. They, they need to get a business plan together. We we provide guidance across the board on all of that. Yes. One of the things we talked about before I hit record was Welland Park, which is a a large development that's going on down there. I just had Rick Severance on. Mm-hmm. He's a CEO at Welland Park there. That was back in episode 111. Great guy. It was great, great to guy. have him. Yeah, great to have him on and to for him to talk about Welland Park or whatnot. So, when a de- so how do you work with a development like that so that you kind of combine the business and the residential together? Because, I mean, obviously what Rick does is a business. He's with a development company that's that's you know, building this thing out. Yeah. But, but how do you guys work with somebody like that as compared to maybe a small business owner? Um, well, I, 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 I would like to note with this. Um, I did an interview. One of our, our local food trucks, um, is growing and he is getting ready to open up a, a, a restaurant here in Northport, Northport homegrown success story. And we'll be featuring that story. Um, probably within the next couple of weeks, it's, it's, it's amazing. Um, and anyways, one of my last questions to him was, what will this restaurant look like in five to 10 years? What are you aspiring for? And he says, we want to be in Welland Park. So Welland Park has that that draw um, and, and sort of like a Lakewood Ranch kind of feel, but they are very much a part of the city of Northport. And the city of Northport is a part of them. Um, the Braves have their spring training facility back there at Cool Today Park. And um, it's all very exciting what's happening over there. And, and we're taking steps um, with with Welland Park to make sure that the families that are moving there know that you don't have to head up north for extracurricular activities or for for additional things to do. We have um, the Mayaka Forest. We have the Legacy Trail. We have Warm Mineral Springs. We have a water park in the city of Northport where you can bring your kids um, there's a lot that legacy Northport is what we call it has to offer. And it's a huge draw. And, um, we're doing events over there in Welland Park. They just opened up Solis Hall. It's gorgeous. Um, I think, um, 22,000 rooftops is what they'll be looking at. Our oh, wow. public safety building is yeah. on the edge where, when you come into Welland Park, where our police and fire are housed, um, we, we collect their, their trash, their recycling, we we give them their wa- their their water their um, storm water needs all of that is you know tied them very closely in but as far as the marketing goes uh, Rick's really got that cover he's he's very impressive and ingenious on that front but it's it's been an absolute pleasure to work with them and everybody in Northport is very excited about the opening of downtown Welland Park well it's I, really special. Coming from a farming background, I lament the fact of all these farms being bought up and, of course, construction going in, but it is inevitable because it's just the folks that are 
that are coming in. But I, I couldn't agree more. I said, Welland Park sounds like a really exciting place. But with all these folks coming in, that has to put a lot of stress upon the systems and the structures here. So you're having to expand. And, and again, we were talking before the session here, you're talking about there's a historic utility expansion. Yes. What does that look like? And then what is that going to provide for current and future residents that are coming to Northport? Um, well, I can speak to to the business side of that. The um, the city is reaching a big milestone where we are expanding water and sewer infrastructure um, up and up up our major corridors. So on Toledo Blade, which is our innovation corridor, there is a 75 interchange there. And that utility expansion, which we're breaking ground on Monday at Suncoast Technical College, which is right up against where that that interchange is, um, the Florida DEO secretary is going to be coming and we're excited to to host her there. Um, That is going to activate just under 3,000 acres of land that is undeveloped right now. Um, that's going wow. to get it a huge step closer to shovel ready. When you when you lay down that kind of infrastructure, it sort of changes the game on on development. And so when it happens, it, it's going to happen. I guess in the development world, three to five years is quickly. So it, it it will happen, and we'll be bringing in more jobs. And there's a lot of excitement over there about what's going on. And then. Um, Along our major east-west corridor, which is Price Boulevard, we have Northport has more canal than Venice, Italy. We have we have about eighty miles of canals. Um, Plus, you're not sinking. <laughs> you hear no, Venice, Italy not. sinking. We're, we're rising, <laughs> if anything else. But so um, along our major east-west corridor, there's going to be a widening and um, some stormwater um, infrastructure across the canal crossings which will um, ease traffic congestion and, and just, you know, make that water mitigation um, more hardened for the city. And then on Sumter Boulevard, which is our next 75 interchange, um, we are running water and sewer along there that is going to activate four key parcels of land uh, and, and north of that um, and get it another step closer to shovel ready. And, and on one of the corners there, uh, SMH, Sarasota Memorial Hospital, will be breaking ground. We believe um, it's looking like 2025. And so we're working very closely with them. It's all very exciting. When they when they do get their hospital and, and medical park up and running, um, it's going to open up about a 1,000 jobs. And, and in wow. the medical community, those are high-paying careers, um, quality careers that, that we'll be able to um, fill with our able-bodied workforce that, you know, working closely with our education institutions, we're, we're getting ready to meet all of that and um, ready if not getting ready and, and working closely. And it's it's very exciting. It's very exciting to be a part of all that. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. It's funny you, you mentioned Sarasota Memorial Health Systems. I've actually had two of their folks on and I had David Verender yeah. He's the CEO. And I mean, Verinder, I think is actually his yes. last name, David Verinder. Yes. And, you know, I, I what, what impressed me about him is he he's a very understated guy. But what impressed me about him is the fact that he had to lead the hospital. I think they have six or eight thousand employees, not only through COVID, but also Hurricane Ian, which I want to get into here in just a second. But uh, the type of expansion that they're doing is. They're not on the. They're not behind, is what I 
am seeing because they just opened up another facility in in Venice. Right off of Laurel be, Road. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah. And they're gonna be opening up, yeah, they're gonna be opening up with you. And then then the then the other folk other person I had on uh was Stacy Corley. I just recently had her on episode one thirteen. Uh she is with the foundation there and just to find out how they raise money to provide all that support. And so I would agree. I think, yes. Yeah, I think that is exciting. I think that is exciting. Yeah. Well, I, I mentioned Hurricane Ian, <laughs> which will live in infamy, I think, uh, for quite some time here yeah. in the Florida area. And I'm sure there's a number of folks that are wondering what was the impact of Hurricane Ian and not only on the infrastructure, but then what do you what have you has it lengthened the runway for Northport in order to be able to accomplish certain projects? Because now you got to do the cleanup. I mean, where are you in that? You know, sure. in that mix. Yeah, I started with the city in September, and, and it truly was baptism by hurricane. Hurricane Ian, Category 5 winds, came right over Northport and sat on top of us for almost six hours. Um, and it, it wasn't so much what it did during the storm, because it certainly caused a good amount of damage there, a lot of debris. But after the hurricane had passed, for about a week, the waters kept rising. Um, and that, that was, that caused a lot of flooding and damage as well, all, all around the city. Um, on the economic development side, I can tell you that, uh, we had emergency operations. We were here in city hall during, during the storm and, and a long time after. Um, we were fielding calls from residents and an emergency call center here in city hall. And uh, about two weeks after the hurricane, that started to die down. So we reactivated that call center for a business relief call center to make outbound calls. And we contacted 1,200 of our businesses um, that, that, that we, wow. we were able to get a hold of, making sure that they're okay and letting them know about the resources that were available to them from the federal, state, and local levels. We did a lot of site visits and we took any news attention that we got on the business side and made sure that those news agencies went out and talked to the ballet studio on 41 or Austin's of Northport on 41 um, to highlight, you know, their, their, the damage that was incurred, not, not only physical damage, but economic damage. And um, after, after the business relief call center ended, we did have, um, there's long-term recovery, recovery and re resiliency efforts that are occurring that are probably going to be going on for quite some time. Um, you don't wish a storm on anybody, but it does open doors and, and draw in attention. Governor DeSantis was down here. So the state, Northport, is, is top of mind. Um, we've had federal government agencies down here on the ground ever since, and, and they continue to meet with us. So um, surveys are going out, um, uh, recovery and resiliency plans are being pulled together. Um, I will say that being, you know, a newish resident in Northport and then experiencing the hurricane as a city employee, um, on a personal note, I, it was quite a, an awesome thing to see how this community comes together. How so? We, we have... A business community here, um, an entrepreneurial community that does not ask for help. They pick up, they get up, and they open up on their own as quickly as possible. You have to, we literally had to call them and say, hey, you know, by the way, 
we, we, we are here to help. There are resources available. Let us just make you aware of that. Can we come by? Can we visit with you? Can we bring, you know, career source uh, Suncoast with us? And, and, and they have grants available, you know, as a result of the hurricane that might be able to help you. But they don't think to call you and ask for help um, because they're entrepreneurs. They're self-starters. They have right. an enterprise spirit. And so, um, you know, and there are stories of that from one side of the city to the other. Um, some that come to mind, uh, Mike Halligan with Halligan Designs, he still had power in the section of the city that he is in off Toledo Blade in our um, industrial area. And his shop still had power. So he turned his shop into a emergency operations center. Nobody asked him to do this. Airboats, the, the, the Cajun Navy showed up. He had... Um, I think PetSmart came by and dropped what's, off. A what's the Cajun Navy? That, that... <laughs> it's it's a bunch of guys on on airboats that perform rescue ah. operations. He had <laughs> linemen sleeping at his shop, um, and wow. then you know you have John Horn with Anna Maria Oyster Bar, which is getting ready to open in Northport. Another exciting win on the board. Yeah, wait for that to happen. He set up shop on Forty One, and for four or five days gave out meals um, to anybody that wanted to come by. Delicious gumbo and all other kinds of good stuff. And you see examples of that all over the city and, and, and our churches stepped up and, and um, United Way of, of South Sarasota County did an unbelievable job and everybody just pulled themselves up. We truly are a community of unity. And um, you, you saw it in action after the hurricane. It was, it was very moving. It's, it's interesting because those are the, you're just sharing something that you know, is very, enriches everyone's heart because that's the silver lining. Unfortunately, you don't want to see anybody to go through a hurricane or nope. have their house flooded out. And people have gone through really bad trauma over this, particularly, yes. you know, we have so many older residents down here. Yes. Uh, but, you know, that's kind of the silver lining is then you kind of see some of the real heroes yeah. step up. and Hometown heroes. Yeah. Is there, is there is there any story that beyond what you've just shared that kind of, is closest to you that that you say this really got to me. Um. Well, I mean, I, I would more than a few stand out. I, I um. Geez, there's there's a few. You're going to choke me up. Um. Just the way that the people that 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 work for this city live in and around this city, and some of them yeah. have, have been here, you know, for for a long time. And the way that everybody here at the city was just so committed to helping their community, um, it, it, um, it was very touching. The city of Northport has an unbelievable culture here. And, and it starts at the top with, with our city manager, our directors, our, our mayor, our commissioners. Sure. They, they truly do care about this city and, 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 and meeting you know, the, the needs of the residents. And um, it was quite a thing to see all of that come together. You didn't have to really ask anybody. They were just here. What can I do? And um, it seemed like a 24-7 commitment. Um, it was moving. That's wonderful. That's, that's great to hear. Well, so what are you excited about right now? And what does it look like for you going forward? Because you, you, definitely, you definitely have your hands full with uh, the expansion going on down there. Yes. But uh, what are you excited about? Um, a lot. Um, let's see, we, we talked about the utility expansions and our quarterly business welcomes. Uh, SMH is coming. 
Utility um, expansion does not sound like an exciting topic. It's it's exciting <laughs> because it's going to lead to developers. Sure, yeah, of course. You know, yeah, yeah. Well, um, let me ask you this thing. Then how do you offload? You got all, again, you got a lot of uh, economic activity coming through your department. How do you offload in your free time? Oh, I I go to the beach. Um, I like to say that Northport is literally just beyond the beach. So in 20 minutes, I can be in Inglewood or Christmas, or yeah. you can go over to Boca Grande. You can take your dog on the beach in Boca Grande. Yep. Um, it's all, you know, very, very lovely, Venice. Um, I, I, I work out. I run. I spend time with my family. I like to be out on the water. Paddle Good for you. Um, Good for you. Southwest Florida is, is wild. It's, it, you know, from the little little wild lizards that are everywhere around the house, you know, to, <laughs> to the bobcat in our backyard. And the lizards the climb the course. lizards climb up on your curtains and then they poop and then <laughs> You just don't get this up in Maryland. It's you just it's don't see this in Cincinnati either, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. funny. That's yeah. funny. Well, if somebody wants to reach out uh to you Give us some contact information. I'm going to have this all in the show notes, of course, the introduction. But but how how should they reach out to you to find out more about the services that you all provide? You you can reach our whole team at economic development at northportfl.gov. Or you can call us 941-429-7029. And... Like I said, we just can't wait to launch our website and have another public-facing aspect. Um, we also are very active on Facebook, um, Northport Economic Development, and LinkedIn. Uh, we post a newsletter up on LinkedIn. We put up videos and news every single day. That's we great. are putting content up. And I think that's how I found you, Bob, <laughs> or how we found well, each other. Well, I'm glad you did, and I'm glad to have you on. I appreciate you taking the time uh, to be on the show today. And uh, I'll tell you what, i got to come down and see what more of what's going on. I've been in Northport oh, half a dozen times, but, you know, every few months things are changing down there. So i got to get down and see what, see the latest. It's the place to be. You should That's come great. on down. We'd love to have you. That's great. Well, listen, I appreciate you being on. And again, to all my listeners, I want to thank everyone for tuning in today. Please be sure to follow us on social media. We're on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can find us there. Once again, Vinny, thank you so much for being on the Sarasota Stories podcast. My pleasure. Take care. Bye-bye. Hello, dear listeners. This is Bob again. Thank you so much for stopping by. I sure hope you enjoy listening to our interviews as much as we do providing them. If so, would you do me a little favor? Go to sarasotastories.co and enter in your email. That way you'll get notifications of all upcoming episodes. Also, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And remember, no matter where you go, to listen, learn, and connect.